0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials or its staff.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Willeen Shah, your facilitator for I Love Braille. Welcoming you on September the 14th, 2023. This event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind and supported by the American Council of the Blind. Well, friends, we have a reason to rejoice because starting today, we are entering in the third year of I Love Braille which is a moment to be proud of. And I wish that I Love Braille continues to grow and go on forever. Well, I would like to thank you everybody who is here and who could not not log in today, who actively participated and who joined time on and off I Love Braille for your love for Braille, and your love for I love Braille. With that little note, we are going to start our session today. As you all know, that the second Thursday has a title, I Have a Question. And under that title, we invite questions. We will take one question out of the Raise hands whosoever raises first or whosoever name appears on the computer first. And then we will ask participants to raise their hands for the answer. <laughs> I'm sorry, so. Basically, it's going to be a session. In which participants will ask questions and participants will answer questions. And of course, I'm always there to give you my input uh, on any question any issue that we raise here and of course again the question that you ask should be related to braille this is entirely a braille related session and because we all love braille we are here to discuss braille issues with that uh, I do have one question that I have received in the email, but I can take it later. Let's see if people have questions about uh, Braille. So raise your hand.
2: Um, we do have a uh, couple of hands raised.
1: Okay, great. And just
2: to let you know that um, I did ask uh, ACB about the uh, streamer, and they said they will send someone uh, shortly. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. So first up,
3: we have Scott Edwards. Scott. Yes. All right.
1: All right. What's your question? Yes.
3: Yes, it is. My question concerns the Mm -hmm. two dot symbols that are just single dot per cell. I know we have, um, you know, dot, and and they in regarding the you know the. They're, they're opposite dots, that is left and right. like we have. I know we have dot four, followed by dot one is the at sign. Then we have, I did hear recently that dot five, followed by dot two is the, the word alone in grade three Braille. And then I believe dot six followed by dot three is uh, is an ending, a passage ending indicator for capitalization and the like. I think that's what that's for, if I remember correctly. What yeah. my question is is yeah. there are there any is there any such symbol in any in any of the codes, new or old that use a reverse pattern where dot one follow is followed by dot four, dot two followed by dot five or dot three followed by dot six.
1: Uh-huh. Wow! All right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: if they are imagine they're rare
1: <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> dot three followed by dot six yeah okay the
3: reverse pattern of you know the reverse usual right hands okay. right hand yes. dot followed by left hand dot wow. do.
1: <laughs> thank you scott let's see if anybody yeah. has the answer but before uh, trying to get the answer i would like to mention one thing that for beginner learners there are a few people who are trying to learn Braille here. Uh, many times on the second Thursday, when participants come with the questions to ask, the questions are kind of little at a high level, advanced level. So if you do not get the question, if you do not understand much, do not worry. You know, if you heard something like this, Down the road, when you complete your learning Braille, you will realize that, wow, I heard something like that. This is important now. So you will get to that stage later. And until then, just bear with us, have patience and do not get confused or do not get scared. All right, so let's see. Now, please raise your hands if you have the answer to Scott Edwards question.
3: I don't know. maybe there aren't any. Maybe there is no such thing. Who knows? Was just, wanted, just curious. Like I said, it's probably oh, very right. seldom used. Yes, so let's see. Let's see um, what
1: people have to say. I think Rick has his answers. Rick. All oh,
0: right. Rick the expert. <coughs> yes, Rick. Oh, uh, uh, there we are. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure the answer to that second question is no. The uh the thing mm-hmm. about do you have a A configuration of a dot three followed by a dot six or a four followed by a a one followed by a four or a two followed by a five. Pretty straight answers. No, the uh, the other things he had are all correct in a sense. Well, the the first and third are completely correct. The dot four dot one is at like a Mm -hmm. x x number of widgets at such and such a price. Yeah. Or in an email address that kind of ad that's yeah. correct dot uh, four then dot one yeah. the uh let's see the dot six then dot three is indeed the termination for for uh capitalized passage yeah. three words or more mm-hmm. and but then the other thing the dot two then dot no the, the dot five dot, dot two. two I heard uh, that was alone. is indeed the word grade? alone, but only in grade three, grade three. Which is not standard.
3: Yeah, what I said is, you know, so,
0: uh, you won't see that in, a, in an NLS publication or anything. Right. So okay. if you want to use that in a letter between you and a friend that both knows some grade three, fine and good, but uh, it's not standard.
1: Correct. Yes. yes. Between you and your friends, you can use any combination of dots, any contractions, as long
3: as. Even both when of you, you make own. up. So, yeah, you, well, can you can make up, a lot. up your own shorthand, like uh, I mean, yeah. I could use that. Mm-hmm. I could use dot three dot six to indicate something, uh, you know, of my own, like an indicator of some kind of my own, that the following is or the the end. This is the end of whatever you know.
0: Right, like one of the things I was pushing for was uh, S I V E and T I V E under the same rules mm-hmm. of S I O N and T I O N, but using four six V and five six V. I don't think you're ever going to see that, but I would like to. <laughs> so that that ain't going to fly in standard braille
1: correct yeah yeah. you know like i I have uh, prepared uh, hundreds of contractions for my own convenience Uh, one of Mm. them is dot 4z and Mm. that is i-z-a-t-i-o-n so organization all ah, right okay organ, in grade three
0: dot, i think
1: it's the word dot four and
0: Z. in grade three i think it's the word side but uh anyway okay whatever you want to
1: do <laughs> right okay terrific Perfect. thank you so much rick i don't know what i will do without you when such oh, you do difficult fine, questions you. come <laughs> okay let's see if anybody else has any further explanation or concern. Uh,
2: alice Masah.
1: alice yeah there's another expert see we are so blessed Hello, hello
4: kind, really. Hello. Uh yeah. Yeah. But I agree with Rick, but yeah. I just wanted to give an explanation that the reason you wouldn't have a dot one in one cell of a two-cell mm-hmm. contraction and then a dot four is that when you were reading, you would read that dot one as a before you
3: yes.
4: were a part of a two-cell
1: symbol.
3: Correct. Yeah, I can see that. In,
1: in order to avoid it's, that. Because they're
3: further spaced apart than dot yes. Four, dot one.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that's all. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Yes, Alice. Yeah. All right. So it looks actually Scott got the answer. However, if anybody has any further explanation.
3: I mean, I, I guess in English Braille, there's no such thing. But you never know about other you never know about other languages. Of course, who can Oh yeah, you
1: know <laughs> we we do not know Spanish Braille, or at least I do not. Yeah, and we have one person who knows Spanish Braille so well. Uh, he's with us from Brazil, but somehow he happened to leave the meeting now. Maybe he he got thrown out because of an internet issue or something else. But anyway. Okay, so let's see. Anybody else has the answer to Scott's question?
2: Uh, We have no more raised hands for that
3: question. I guess that answers my question.
1: Actually, you got the answer to your question. Yes
3: you know all right right. thank you scott thank you
1: now we can invite the next question so raise your hand for a question now
2: okay next up is michael moore
1: michael
5: what more do you have to say i i have a question about how do people remember parentheses in you know in, in ueb what type of things do you remember how to what do you remember with parentheses like opening parentheses like what type like is it like a different type of a shape or something like that? how how do you remember you know, the parentheses brackets things like that compared to old Brill? <laughs> how do you remember all right that's yeah you know, what what, what are like... some you know what are some what are some like ways that you can remember like what they
1: are okay okay let's see who can answer your question it's more like a psychomotor issue <laughs> okay, we have Linda, hi. <laughs> yes?
4: Hi, Michael. I think of curved hands because that's the shape of the parentheses in print.
1: Huh, huh. So okay. your
4: left hand, if you make your left hand into a little bit of a curve, you would see the GH. And if you make the right okay. hand into a, a curve, you would see the AR, AR, and got it. Well, yeah, and they're and they're prefixed, of course, with the dot five. I, b- I believe. Yes. So
1: yes, of course. It, yes, they are. That,
4: yeah. that gives it to you. It's it's that's the mnemonic that I use, and I find it. I have no problem with it. Although okay. I do have to say, the old Braille parentheses is, is pretty distinctive too. So. You yeah. don't have to worry about le- right or left parentheses, but you c- you Correct. can have that you can have that visual of of your hands.
1: Okay. And we needed somebody who knows both print and Braille, and that's mm-hmm. where Linda's input is great. Okay. Let's see if anybody else has any further input. How to remember and why this thing is, you know, how this shape is. We have the ever helpful Dawn. <laughs> uh, sorry, whose hand is here? Don. Yay. Yes. Okay. Michael okay. asked the question and Dawn doesn't say anything. I don't believe. Go ahead, Don.
6: <laughs> okay, so
4: yes.
1: Yes.
6: um I have a way to kinda do it. It's it like Linda's, it doesn't involve a
3: body part, but <laughs>
6: don't uh-huh. worry. Don't don't uh-huh. worry. It, it, it's not a bad one um so basically like the opening parentheses is kind of like the mouth and its tongue is sticking out or you know it's hungry or whatever and then when you're and then when it's closed you know that dot is back in its you know it's in its mouth it's it it's like an alligator or whatever somebody's mouth is open or something's mouth is open and it's waiting for someone to drop something into it or (laughs) <laughs> y- y- you know to be
1: fed <laughs> does that so, make any sense m- so Michael when you are hungry think of a, a parenthesis okay exactly. and when you are done eating think of closing parenthesis mm-hmm. so
5: John, has given,
1: <laughs> John has given you an excellent way how to remember because your question also related to how to remember it so, Yeah.
5: Okay?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. wow what a creative way to say this, Don. <laughs> yeah. just great. Okay.
5: Yeah, let's she see was, anybody... I, I'm just gonna be blunt. She she's been dying to do that for who knows how long. So I had to pick on her. I had to pick on Don because just, just that way that way she could that way she could <laughs> tell everybody her her yeah. her creative way. I had to pick on her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay. But basically, it's it's you know it's uh, trying to resemble the print shape not exactly never happens but something like that and because of that curve issue it, they have selected gh sign and the ar sign and of course dot phi is there to remind you that this is not a gh sign it's 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 a parenthesis open and close. okay all right, let's see anybody else has to add anything to open and close parentheses before um, Michael opens his mouth and closes.
2: <laughs> I don't believe we have any more raised hands. No, no anymore? Uh, okay.
1: No. <laughs> All right, terrific. <laughs> Interesting question. Interesting answer.
2: <laughs> um so the next no. person with a question mm-hmm.
1: is Beth. Hello, Beth. Oops. Hey Beth yeah, what, I, um, what is your what is your last name? Mine? Uh-huh. We don't get cats. the last name,
6: yeah? Oh, that? K-A-T-S. That's the kind of cats. Uh-huh. It's not not the animal.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. What's I, your question? I,
6: um, yeah, I uh was reading a reader's digest and they uh-huh. had had like um uh this uh i think it's a crossword puzzle it looks like a dot five and then a full cell and then a mm-hmm. b and then there's two dots kind of like uh looks like a um a maybe a two and a five or something and then there's the same um it's the same and then it has the word so I don't know if, what sign that is if that's where you can fill the word in I'm I'm kind of confused about that
1: oh my so, God okay so once again you say dot five then a full cell and then it, yeah it dot. looks
6: like a dot five and well wow. first it looks like a capital and then a dot um see I'm trying to Looks like more like a dot three because I'm I'm feeling where it's lined up. And mm-hmm. and then a full cell. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like a B. It looks like that's one and two. And then uh, mm-hmm. I think it's um dot uh looks like a maybe a dot six like two um like a two dot Three is six, and then then they wrote that twice. Um, no, no, two, three, and then they wrote that twice. And then they wrote the word applaud. That there's words here, so I think you got to f- try to fill out what words they are or something. But it's just the signs before that. Because hmm. these, are, these are brain games, and I kind of want to mm-hmm. learn to play them, but I, I don't know what the signs mean.
1: Oh, okay. Let's see if anybody knows. <laughs> if anybody is a reader of digest reader digest. Yeah, this is an old right. one,
6: so I don't know if they still do that or
1: oh it's not UEB. It is it is, but it's
6: 2019. Okay. That's UEB. That okay. was <laughs> Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Let's we have see. Linda Pie. Uh Linda Pie, very good. Are you reading the reader's digest?
4: No, I'm not, but I have a I have a thought here because I know of how crosswords sometimes are displayed. And if there are a couple of consecutive dashes, that usually means to fill in the blank. Yeah. Okay. So it might be something like forbid applause because you would have the four, which would be Mm. the full cell followed by a B followed by two blanks. And if Mm -hmm. you put, i d in there you would get forbid applause
6: just oh, just, wow. a thought. Forbid just a, a thought. thought probably yeah
1: so so those are the indicators of missing letters where you are supposed to fill the letter yeah. in uh-huh.
6: oh oh, oh really? that makes sense wow
1: yeah. would be that, the
4: way it would be in print yeah
1: that makes so much sense thank you great linda you're I, welcome okay who else Anybody else by chance? Um, to read, reader, yes. No, no. Nobody? No, we don't. No. <laughs> yeah. No
2: other reasons.
1: But uh, one thing I noticed, Beth, you are not sure about dot numbers, whether it is three or six or, you know. So probably, I know we talked about that, but you may want to practice more about feeling the distance between dots and the dot alignment when there is a full cell you can always say whether one before that is dot six or five because if it aligns with the bottom dot of full cell it is six middle dot of full cell it is five and top dot of full cell is four if it dot one and full cell then you will see a little space between dot one and full cell, dot two and full cell, dot three and full cell. So that's something you may want to practice a little more. Okay, all right. Let's take the next question. Um,
2: we don't have any other reasons. I think.
1: Okay, so we don't have any. Okay, we don't.
0: Uh, yeah, we have Rick.
1: Okay, Rick.
0: Well, I'm not a whole lot of help except to say that she's not completely nuts. I yeah. have uh, seen, and I think we Digest is one of the places. Dot uh, five, dot five, full cell. And you look in the uh, <clears throat> explanation of special characters in the front of the volume. I think it says something like use. Or some, some phrase like that that left me to say, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> but what exactly it means, I don't know. But I have seen it. It's well, supposed to well. be some kind of a an explanatory thing. or uh, mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, yeah. uh, I have seen it. it 2.5 is followed by a full cell. But full I do cell. not know uh-huh. what it
1: means. But don't they give us uh, a page of special symbols used in this? They uh, do. And yeah.
0: I looked at that, and the uh-huh. explanation just says some... Something like use for. I mean, what the hell? Use what for what? Use for. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it made no sense to me. <laughs> use for what? So I'm just yeah. saying she's not She's not nuts. I have seen that.
1: Uh, no, no, she's not. We know that for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I really like, um, yeah. I think it was Linda and Dawn's um, mnemonics for the parentheses.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. Thank you. Yes. And sure, keep it. giving your feedback, you know, all the time. <laughs> Okay. Anybody else who has a hand raised?
2: Uh, we have Beth with a hand raised again.
1: Okay.
6: Yeah, I. It's yes, um, kind of pertaining to the um, what Rick said about the characters. I don't understand um when it says a full cell, and then it says dot dot locator, and then it says four. And then mention it, the word "mention" is in quotes. I guess that's where I don't, I don't really understand what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what they mean by that. In the because I do read the um, symbols at the beginning. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. All right. So, yeah, so your
1: question is mainly about the dot locator, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, what what, what follows then, after that? It's yeah. Forward, it's, Something hard for you to understand. And then right. mention. So, yeah.
6: Vote is mentioned, so I don't know what they mean by that.
1: Oh, okay. Let's see. Who can explain? Who can help you with your concern? Uh, Rick has his rest.
0: Well, uh, yes. what they usually give as a dot locator is dot four, six followed by a full cell. Yes. And Oh, yeah that that's just for orientation it doesn't mean anything in and of itself it's just to help you see the configuration afterward whether you've got a dot one or two or three or four or five or six so it's just for orientation but the the two dot fives and then the four and then full cell i'm still at c
1: now it should be uh dot four six and full cell yeah okay yes Anybody else who can explain more about this question that Beth asked?
2: Uh, We have Linda Pye with a raised hand, but she may have a separate question.
1: Okay, very good. Yes, Linda. I do have a separate question. Oh, you have a question. (laughs) Okay. All right. You don't have an answer to this one, right? Not this time. Nope. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me add, uh, Beth, it's again... uh, if you would like to call my theory of dot alignment and you know uh, the spacing between dots, so here yeah. you know dots four, six, and full cell, which is just an indicator that uh, whatever dots are there next to that, that's where you can uh, feel the alignment and determine whether it is dot one or two or three. A simple explanation is, if it aligns with the top dots of full cell, it is dot 1, middle dot, dot 2, and Mm -hmm. bottom is dot 3. However, if there is a spacing between the full cell and top dot, assuming that there is one dot, then there is dot 4 because of the spacing. And then middle is 5 and the bottom is 6. So... Yeah, the, because there's going to
5: be a space before yeah. or after the cell. There's yes. going to be, if you have a dot one or dot, if you, had, if you have dots one, two, or three on either the left or the right side of the cell, there's going to be a space. But if you have it on the, on the other side of the cell, for example, before the cell, if you have dots four, five, and six, it would be closer. Now, if it's on the right side of the cell, the dot one, two, and three is could be closer to the cell than what's dots three, four, and five would be on the right.
1: Five, four, five, six. Not yeah,
5: three, four, if, if, that, if, if dots yeah. four, five, and six are to the right of the cell, there's going to be a little bit of a space. And if it, it, to the right of the cell, there's a little bit, there's a little bit of a space compared to if, it, if there's dots one, two, and three right after the cell. And then before the cell, if you have dots... Four, five, and six to the left of it. That'll be a little closer than dots one, two, and three.
1: Okay, so it's it's <laughs> it's a spacing theory, you know? How much oh, space? Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. I always so a problem. to make it yeah. simple. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Beth.
6: I yeah. I was saying. Um,
1: yeah,
6: I always had a problem ever since I was, you know, probably in fourth, fifth grade. I was still learning. Uh, just a minute, my phone
1: um Mm -hmm. can you hear me yet yeah
6: Mm.
1: okay yeah hello uh you're breaking a little bit
6: oh can you hear me my yes yes. um yeah yeah um yeah ever since i was in elementary school i had a hard time with that so and and Mm -hmm. um the teachers really never said alignment they just kind
1: of they kind
6: of went you know then they just kind of made me read it and kind of had
1: to figure it out. So <laughs> and yeah, maybe that's
6: why I never really learned it.
1: Let me tell you, Beth, most teachers do not talk about alignment. They just want oh. you to feel the dots. You know? Yeah. It comes mm-hmm. from personal experience and uh, it comes from my experience of teaching when I saw that students were getting confused between dot one and four and you know things like that between dots one two and four five or so you know I sat and thought how to resolve and that's where I came up with the theory of alignment and spacing Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway once again to make the entire thing simple the dot locator is only to help you the dot position that follows So the dot locator is not to be interpreted in any word or letter. Got it? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then that should help you. If you feel the alignment, that should help you. You know, they're talking about dot two or five or whatever. Right. So if you would see right parenthesis after the dot locator, dot four, six and the full cell that's locator, then dot Mm -hmm. five. You will see that dot five, you know, you have to gently feel and see that dot five aligns with the middle dots of the full cell. And also there is a spacing because of dot five, you know, four, five, six are on the right right side of the full cell. And therefore there is some spacing.
6: Because it's not, it's after dot four
1: correct because there is no dots one two and three but it's just five because there are no you know that space is left empty because there's no dot one two and three and therefore you'll see that there is this little space between a full cell and dot phi. and Mm -hmm. then dots one two six which is open parenthesis sign dot five and one two six So, that's where you need probably a little more practice of feeling the dots, feeling the alignments, feeling the spacing. And uh, that will make your braille reading more interesting and more accurate. Right. Got it? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, thanks. It will Mm -hmm. help? I think so. Okay, very good. (laughs) Okay, let's see. If anybody comes up with a question now, next question.
2: Um, I don't think we took Linda Pie's question, but I see a hand
1: is lowered. Oh yeah, oh, I didn't.
4: I didn't take it down. Somebody else did. <laughs>
1: That's okay. Well, you're very much there. It doesn't matter where your hand is.
4: Right. Yes, I'm here. Um, the right. last. I love uh, uh, the last. Um, I have a question. Rick asked a question that was not answered and it was about the use of dot five as a continuation character and i didn't know the answer Mm -hmm. and i would love it if you would tell the group what
1: the answer is okay all right so let's see dot five used at the end as a continuation sign who can answer this question before i do anybody else has the information who can Say something about it. We have no raised hands. No, no hand raised. Okay. So yeah, Rick, you know it's it's particularly for the web addresses. Um, now we you do know have raised hand, now?
2: no. No, uh, no hand raised. Okay. Now Michael his hand. Michael.
1: Okay, yeah. Michael. Yes, go ahead.
5: Well, I don't know if it's a like whatever it is, but I've seen it. A dot five is actually a, um, when you actually use like a screen reader, for example, I know this is probably above people's heads and below their feet, their their feet, but, uh, like in, like in telephone numbers, um, when when it comes up on a braille display anymore in JARS with UEB, sometimes if you write like, you know, uh, 84842, whatever, and then a dot five, and then some more numbers like a zoom like a zoom ID like uh, you know three one two dot dot five seven sixty sixty seven ninety nine and the dot five and then the meeting ID or whatever it is I don't know the explanation but I, but I, I've seen it because also you just put the numeric indicator in front of the first number and then you don't have to use a numeric indicator throughout That's another way of saving space on in Braille too I don't know if that answers any question but try mm. uh,
1: it's it's different slightly but anyway let me tell you I was uh,
2: you... as as well
1: yeah Rick
5: yeah
0: so let, let me Ah, uh, yes you. that's the second use of dot5. Uh, yeah, as yeah. they call it a numeric space, which I only learned about in one of these sessions myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
5: okay. in, in
0: print, I think yeah. it's written as a half space,
5: uh-huh. and
0: they use that sometimes instead of hyphens or uh, or mm-hmm. uh, or parentheses or, or regular spaces or parentheses around the area code. Uh, yeah, sometimes they'll use that half space thing, and yeah. yeah, in Braille, it's represented as a dot five. Mike's right. Um, but and I, and I know what the dot, the other the main use of dot five is is like I say a line break. Um, my it. question yeah. regarding that was that most commonly you'll see that in like an email address or a web address when so they can only write part of it on a line. But yes. the question becomes: Can you use it in other contexts? Like and you my, have uh, yeah. a hyphenated expression or something like that, mm-hmm. which is not just a separate question, really. But can mm-hmm. you break another kind of character string using a dot five at the end and then resume that, on the next one? That's
1: line? a good question. Let me explain what I know. I'm really not 100% sure if we can use it elsewhere. Most likely not. Uh, and I'll check it with somebody who knows so much. Okay. All right. So first and foremost... <laughs> In UEB, you are not supposed to divide words between line. So gone are the days when we were using a hyphen to divide a word between lines, you know. So, however, I think they realized after making this rule that some of the web addresses or email addresses are too long to fit in a line. Now, what to do? You cannot t- always take uh it to the next line and some web addresses are really long even if you uh, take Mm -hmm. it to the next line the entire address does not fit in one line therefore they decided to adopt a continuation sign which is dot fi so anytime you can use that dot fi anywhere in the middle of uh, the web address when the line braille line is over yeah so even if uh, you know uh, you are able to use part contractions or uh, you know make it uncontracted and use a couple of letters one letter and not like that you can just use all contractions and still if you do not have enough room to fit the entire web address in one line just put dot which is a continuation sign which means the web address still is still continued and you can write the remaining portion of the uh, web address or email address in the next line so physically to answer your question as far as I know this continuation sign is only for web addresses and email addresses or probably you can say or probably you can say that it's for the computer language those who are using computer strings and learning uh, uh, the software, uh, you know, languages, and maybe they use which I, I do not know, but uh, very likely, but I do not think it can be used for anything else, because you are not supposed to divide words. Got it? Does it make sense?
0: Rick? Uh yeah, pretty much. Um pretty much,
1: pretty much. the yeah.
0: other tangential question to that is if you yeah. have an expression that's already hyphenated like um uh medium high heat or something like this. Uh-huh. Or low uh-huh. medium. Um I can't think of it as offhand, but you know what I'm talking about. Right. Um even without a dot with or without a dot five, can you mm-hmm. divide that at the end of a line?
1: Hmm. Which I doubt, you know, that's something we really need a Braille expert. That was my feeling too. We are going to have Judy Dixon, you know. Yeah. She is the master of everything. So we are going to have Judy Dixon on the first Thursday of November. That's what she has agreed and I'm going to check with her in October, you know. That is the right time you can ask this question again.
0: Okay? Okay, when
1: is that? Uh, I think it is second November. First Thursday of November. So let me pull First out the calendar.
5: Yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank for you. November second. Yes. November second.
1: November second? Okay, Very November second. Cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. So keep mark your calendar, November second. You are going to have the real expert there of you go. braille
0: talk about if she can talk about that dot five dot five full cell too
1: yes mm-hmm. why not why not ask you know yes
0: Excellent. okay thank you terrific yeah
1: all right let's see if anybody has further question related to braille
2: uh we no have, other day at this time
1: wow everybody has become experts so nobody has a question <laughs> in braille okay well one question i received via email is about <clears throat> what is the logic behind spanning of syllabus in ueb you know uh, uh, uh as we call it old braille in my my language or my term, you know, AB or Old Braille. uh, You know, syllabification or syllables were very important when you're writing in Braille, especially when you divide a word between lines, you must be careful about syllables. But in UEB, they are no longer so serious about using uh contractions you know that bridges two syllables uh, we were not supposed to use a contraction when it falls into two different syllables but in uv you can use mm-hmm. uh, uh, however you can and cannot use in most cases you can what is the logic why do why don't we go uh you know, in accordance with the syllables, and why?
2: Um, sorry, Valina, I muted you accidentally.
1: All right, I think, I think I'm unmuted myself. Can you hear me?
2: Yes, yes, we can. Sorry about
1: that. No, that's okay. That happens you you didn't mean it so no problem okay
6: no, no i i i actually had a question
1: <laughs> all right uh, you have a question oh you t-
6: yeah um i w- i was when it seems like i remember recall you talking about a braille blaster is that like a how you print a program to print stuff in braille is that like from duxbury i i forgot in and, and do you have to have a special because my braille printer um, is a blazer. Mm-hmm. So, do you have to have a special braille printer? And what what day did you um, did we uh, have that call? Because I I can look in the archives too if you don't remember.
1: If I um, talked about it, so I don't remember. Um,
6: no, I think it was somebody Armstrong.
1: Aha! Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Deborah Armstrong. Armstrong. Yes.
6: Uh, she did so, talk
1: about... Uh, that was about Braille Blaster and not Blazer. Okay, you know well, well, I'm
6: just wondering, Braille Blaster, is that the printer you get? Because uh, I have a printer. Um, I was just wondering what, what that was again, the Braille Blaster.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see who else knows. <laughs> I'm going to tell, okay? So what is... What is Braille Blaster? Is that a printer or is it something else or how it helps? Okay, let's see. I think Michael
5: Moore.
1: Michael saying?
5: Moore. Yes, Beth. Uh, Braille Blaster huh. is a Braille translation software program. Yes. I guess it's similar. Uh, I, think it's, I think APH, I think, helps with that. I think... I uh, don't quote me on it, but yeah, you could probably go back to the archives, because De- I think yeah, yeah, Deborah Armstrong probably talked a little bit about it. Uh, what it does is it can translate print documents that are on the computer into uh, Braille. I I don't I'm not familiar with how to use the program, but it's I'm guessing it's something similar to Duxbury, and it, and it doesn't cost you anything to get it. It's okay. free It's a free program, I think you know for at least Windows. I'm not sure if it's due, if it's for Mac or iOS. I don't know if there's anything with that. but yeah, it's a computer it's a computer program that you can translate like Word, PDF, whatever kind of print documents in on the computer, you can translate them to Braille. Okay,
1: all right. hopefully yeah. that
5: answers your question and yeah, maybe somebody they, else can have a more more I, i'm i'm going up, to you know, what make you to
1: call it? i'm going to give more clarification but let's see if anybody else can tell us more that's pretty much what you said is correct uh, michael yeah okay anybody else who, you, who
2: um, can blast i think yeah. linda has raised for another question
1: uh-huh linda uh-huh. you have another question No, I have an answer to your original question about the logic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. My question wasn't over, but something happened, and Beth's question came in between. So I just took Beth's question. We can do that later, sure. Okay. So it looks like nobody else. Anybody else has Um, an answer to Braille Blaster?
2: I just uh, did a search on the archives, and that was posted the 3rd of November 2022. 2023 right no um Uh we had that episode on braille blaster last year
1: oh was it uh, november 3rd okay wow you could do that kind of search okay yes 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 yeah Deborah armstrong was with us on november the third who talked about braille blaster okay so beth uh where are you okay to begin with braille blaster is a software it's not a hard thing you know a hardware it's not a braille printer uh, let me hear you uh, that you are understanding That's you unmute yourself are you there or a- am i lost can you hear me abraham or everybody else ah oh i see
5: we can hear
1: you, you. Are. you are i can hear audible. you we got you
6: yeah okay can you all hear me okay i got it i got it Uh-oh. yeah um
1: so okay okay so, so
6: um braille, braille blaster is not a mm. print not with a printer right
1: it's not a printer now no. how it works okay See, okay when let's say i mean uh you, you know what a word file is when you use computer yeah Okay, yeah, let- let's say your word file, uh, there is a word file. Uh, let's say you wrote a letter and uh, saved it in a word uh, format. Okay, so you have a word file of the letter that you want to send it to somebody. Yeah. Now, if you uh, w- want to print it in braille, then you need to convert those print shapes into braille shapes. And you know, you had some sight before, right, Beth, if i not I
6: did, I did not. I, I okay. was born blind. Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: Okay. But let's see. But you know that the printing is, print system is linear, which means uh, you write letters by drawing lines, you know, straight line and diagonal and whatnot, you know.
6: Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you sign yeah. your name sometimes? I do, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you have, think, um, you have some idea,
1: you some idea, right? How I, I have
6: some like a what a B is and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what I'm
1: trying to say is that the Braille system is based on dots, whereas print system is ba- based on lines. Each letter right. consists of uh, a line drawn in a certain way, whereas a Braille letter consists of dots. Mm-hmm. So then print shapes which appear on the screen of your computer. Right. If you want to do a printout, you can just give a com- print command and it will print for the sighted people. But for mm-hmm. Braille, you have to first convert it into Braille.
0: Right. And in
1: order to convert it, you need some software. That's yeah. where there are different softwares like Duxbury and there used to be Megadots. Megadots,
6: what... yeah. yeah. But the new one,
1: new one is called Braille Blaster yeah and braille blaster yes michael moore is so right it is produced by american printing house for the blind okay now the difference is that in order to have dexbury on your computer you have to blast money oh i mean to say you have to spend money yeah (laughs) in order to have a braille blaster on your computer you do not have to blast money so it's free (laughs) that's a good thing (laughs) (laughs) okay it's free and we really i think as blind users we really need software that Mm -hmm. does not cost us fortune like you know jaws people are are saying that if their prices are exorbitant
5: oh sir if if
1: you use nvda which is also a a speech output program, a screen reader, and it costs you nothing. Right. So N- NVDA for a screen reader and <clears throat> Braille Blaster for a Braille printing are blessings for us. I appreciate yeah. their efforts that they provide such things at no cost.
6: Yeah. Okay. I, I try you- to like... Yeah. Um. I I tried to donate to NVDA, but it didn't work. I think it's good if we have extra money that we donate to them, you know. But but it's for you. But free.
1: Yeah. Think of giving some money if you can for our Braille project. You know, we are doing uh, writing Braille courses, and Braille one hundred one is already there. And I'm so happy to announce that by now I got twenty six students in. oh that's time you know i really didn't think really that good. so many will and most people are uh, signing uh, the applications online it's available mm-hmm. and then you know one of the questions we ask in the application from how did you hear about that and one person said from google another person said from acb another person said from a friend you know so people right. are the word of mouth is spreading spreading and there are so many people who want to learn mm-hmm. braille and who want to have a kind of direct uh, communication ability to uh, communicate with the instructor that's what we provide we provide yeah. audio recording and braille workbooks our second course braille one or two is almost halfway more than halfway through we should be able to have it ready by the end of december or even earlier so then we'll be teaching both uncontracted and contracted Braille reading. Mm-hmm. So anybody who has any ability, every penny counts for us. Any ability and willingness to donate, you can do it using PayPal, which is available online, or you can write a check. The East mm-hmm. Bay Center for the Blind, to right? Be able to East Bay Center for the Blind. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Good. All right. Let's see, um,
2: feline We are about six and a half
1: minutes. to the Six the and a half minutes. Let's see, which, what Linda has to say about the logic not to use syllables. And Linda is English major, so her answer should make much sense.
4: And also, I know computers pretty well, and I think here. Yes, in and this you also you know Rails pretty well. Well, I hope so. Um, <laughs> okay. In this particular case, I believe yes. the reason that it's not doing the syllables is computers don't know for syllables. Ah. What they know is letters, the order of the letters, and they know the they that you can code in the logic of precedence of the contractions, mm-hmm. but you can't teach a computer how to break words into <laughs> syllables, at least not yet.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm. Now I'll relate to one little episode uh, with six minutes that Abraham has, uh, <laughs> but uh, of course I won't take so much because I would like to hear from others as well. Anyway, uh, I when I was doing my Braille transcribing course, and that there was no UEB at that time, and I had to be really careful about syllables, particularly dividing words between line, and. and uh, uh i i wasn't too good in that so i i knew good english and uh i i I mean i was doing well but in terms of syllables so what i would do i would call one of my uh volunteer readers and she was english major so one time it so happened that i had to divide a woman i mean to say the word woman okay (laughs) and i asked her that how you know, tell me the syllables for this word, and she says, obviously it has to be wu man w o man, and then she checked the dictionary, and she and I were both surprised that no, it's not that. It's un, w o m first syllable, and then a n second syllable. So I think what I mean to say is that the system of syllables in English is not that simple and everybody does not know the language so well so to make it easy for learners who do not know english well even if they are born in america or england or for those whose english is a second or third language like mine is fourth so obviously you know they cannot know so much of the system of syllables in english words and to make it easy they removed the uh, use of syllables as much as possible, you know. Uh, And yet another reason, as Linda said, you know, computer, because the basic purpose of UEB was to make translation capacity from Braille to print and print to Braille by computer as easy as possible. And that's where they made several changes that keep us all you know, sort of. You know, that that make us wonder why this, why this. But that was one of the reasons. Anybody else else has some thing to offer um, about the logic I think beyond you? Rick the user? has a comment. I, of course, I I wouldn't think without Rick when such a question comes. Yes, Rick.
0: Okay, uh, you're certainly along the right track there. Um, uh, eBay did allow some spanning of syllables with contractions like uh, accent, you could use the double c, or create, you could use the ea. What it didn't like was spanning across a prefix for, uh, into the main word or the main word into a suffix. Correct. So um, that, that's why you could use uh, ea and create but not ed and reduce. But mm-hmm. as you say, computers aren't going to know the difference. That's pretty subtle. <laughs> well. yeah. so, um, yeah. so, yeah, Paul, that's, that's why I said, you know, let's just go ahead and let them use the contractions, even spanning across syllable, yeah. uh, prefixes and suffixes. Mm-hmm. But basically, uh, yeah, you have yeah. it right.
1: But at the same time, you know, for us who are mostly eBay readers, and now when we read UB, and when you see redo, and they use the ED contraction, it looks like yeah, Redo. Yeah, a
0: bit of a curve. <laughs>
1: it looks like Redo and not Redo, you know. Uh,
0: they, um, yeah. uh, it took me as a surprise that you weren't supposed to use the E-N in Enormous under eBay. Yeah. But turns out that the E is a prefix. So, oh, okay. Like in <laughs> Seduce, s yeah. e S-E was a prefix. And yeah, not everybody's going to know that. So
1: no. <laughs> Yeah,
0: you have a good point on that. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, uh, the uh, the people who haven't learned English so much as language, but just to speak and you know, read and write, they would not know what that prefix is and suffix is and how the prefix is separated from the, uh, you know, from the entire word. And oh,
5: you I know. Yeah.
0: Right, and uh, uh, there was a uh, an eBay rule that really bothered me that they yeah. didn't want you to break up a diphthong. So they said, yes. Um, if there was a consonant afterward. So especially in foreign names, when you had like, like a name like Schroeder or S C H R O E D E R, they didn't want you to break mm. up. They didn't want you to use the E D contraction.
1: No, well, that's right. Yeah.
0: Not only did that that mm. bothered me in its own right, other like, why not? But why there not? were so many yeah. exceptions to that. Like soldier, you use the I-E-R sign. Roar, yes. you use the yeah. A-R sign. So where, where, why do they let you use, <laughs> why do they let you break up the diphthong in those cases?
1: I think it's a so pronunciation At least that
0: distinction has gone. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank goodness, yes. All right, friends, we have reached the end of hour and some people have started leaving. So before everybody leaves, I would like to wish you all a good week ahead and a weekend. And next week, we have... Yeah. Our poll star, Jenny Johnson, we will learn her story and we will be having good discussion next Thursday. So with that, you all have a good week ahead. Bye now. Take care.